RT8K News. It's one o'clock. I'm Robert Kem. The headlines, the High Court grants bail to former Democratic Party lawmaker Helena Wong, but revokes bail for Yunlong District Councillor Ung Kin Wai. An Australian politician says Hong Kong pro-democracy activist Ted Hoy is welcome to campaign on political issues in Australia. And an infectious disease expert calls for staff at high-risk premises to be tested for COVID every seven days. High Court has granted bail to former Democratic Party lawmaker Helena Wong, one of 47 pan-Democrats charged under the national security law. The court was hearing a challenge by prosecutors to a lower court's decision to grant bail to 11 pro-democracy activists charged under the law. Priscilla Ng reports. Ms. Wong was ordered to pay a cash bail of $200,000 and to surrender all travel documents. She needs to observe a curfew and report to the police several times a week. The former pro-democracy lawmaker will be banned from making speeches and contacting foreign officials. The decision comes as the court continues to deal with a challenge by prosecutors to a lower court's decision to grant bail to 11 pro-democracy activists charged under the national security law, including Ms. Wong. At his hearing, Yoon Long District Councillor Ung Kin Wai was denied bail. He shouted out in court, hanging there everyone, see you in 10 years later, when escorted away. The rest of the defendants will be dealt with at a single hearing on Saturday and Monday. Australian politician says Hong Kong pro-democracy activist Ted Hoy is welcome to campaign on political matters in Australia. And his arrival is not a matter for China. Vicky Wong reports. The chairman of the Parliamentary Committee on Intelligence and Security said immigration policy was a purely domestic sovereign issue for Australia. James Patterson's comments are the first from an Australian government member since Ted Hoy arrived from London on Monday. Mr Patterson said any visitor to Australia enjoyed all the rights and freedoms that Australians enjoy. Mr Hoy fled Hong Kong last year after facing criminal charges over democracy protests. He said this week that he moved from London to Australia to extend the reach of the pan-democrats' international lobbying. The Chinese embassy in Australia urged Australia to stop meddling in its internal affairs, saying relations would sustain further damage. More people are turning up for the Sinovac coronavirus vaccines after an expert panel ruled out any link between the jabs and two recent deaths. Francis Sitt has details. The head of the Community Vaccination Centre in Jordan, which offers the Sinovac jab, says more people turned up for their bookings in the past two days. Dr Samuel Cox said yesterday's tick-up rate was 75%. He dismissed calls to have doctors provide medical advice at the centres. The whole purpose of having a community vaccination centre is people can have easy and smooth and quick vaccination in the centres. But if we start being a medical consultation centre, then it's a whole different thing. So far, more than 130,000 people have received jabs since the government started the program almost two weeks ago, with a take-up rate of 72% for Sinovac and 91% for BioNTech jabs, which started yesterday. The private doctors want the government to give them clear guidelines for when a patient shouldn't have the vaccine. Shan Pui Kwong from the Hong Kong Doctors' Union said private doctors would be under a lot of pressure if someone died after receiving a jab at their clinic. He said around half of his patients who'd booked a jab recently didn't show up. An infectious diseases expert is calling for staff at high-risk premises, including gyms, to be tested for the coronavirus every seven days instead of two weeks. Leung Chi Chu was commenting after a cluster of cases emerged at a gym in Saing Poon. 
He said infected people exhaled a higher amount of the virus from rapid breathing while exercising and they could infect others through droplet transmission if they didn't wear masks. The current regular testing at 14-day interval is insufficient to uh, stop the transmission of the virus and uh, people can develop uh, the disease between uh, the two regular testing and because uh, there is a 14-day time period there, there could be multiple generations of transmission before the next testing. Director of Greater Bay Airlines says its plans to hire in the next quarter and has the financial capability to develop despite challenges posed by the pandemic. Stanley Hoy says there's plenty of room for development as Hong Kong remains an aviation hub under China's plans for the Greater Bay Area. He says airports in five major cities have different functions and can complement each other. Mr Hoy previously headed the airport authority and Dragonair. A member of the advisory committee for the Monetary Provident Fund schemes has urged regulators to explain their rationale for deciding that the British National Overseas Passport, or the BNO visa, can't be used as proof for early MPF withdrawal. The MPF schemes authority said people couldn't use these documents to show that they were leaving Hong Kong for good. Committee member and former lawmaker Kenneth Leung said people with BNO visas could only require British citizenship after staying in the UK for six years and some might move back to Hong Kong if they're going to just. You need to give a very high level of proof in order to withdraw your MPF early because the aim of the setup of the MPF is to protect retirement. That's why the legislation has been drafted in such a way to preserve the accrued MPF benefit within the scheme. Of course, the scheme itself is highly politicized. That's why people would think the decision could be a political decision as well. But as a regulator, the MPFA should maintain its neutrality and professionalism and explain to people based on the legal grounds. US Secretary of State Anthony Blinken will meet with top Chinese officials next week, the first high-level face-to-face contact between the two countries under the Biden administration. The State Department said White House National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan will join the meeting in Anchorage with China's top diplomat Yang Jiqi and State Councillor Wang Yi. The meeting will allow Mr Blinken's first overseas trip to the US allies will follow Mr. Blinken's first overseas trip to U.S. allies, Japan and South Korea. President Biden and President Xi Jinping held their first phone call last month and appeared at odds on most issues, even as Mr. Xi warned that confrontation would be a disaster for both nations. President Biden's massive coronavirus relief package has cleared its final hurdle in the U.S. Congress. The economic aid plan, worth almost $2 trillion, was approved by the House of Representatives without a single Republican vote in favour. It includes a one-off payment of $1,400. The Senate's Majority Leader Chuck Schumer said the vote sent out a message of hope. So what do we say to America? We say to America, help is on the way. You will receive $1,400 checks by the end of March. Help is on the way. Vaccines will be available far more quickly to far more people in a shorter time. Help is on the way. Our schools will open safely and more quickly than we thought. Help is on the way. Many Republicans criticized the high, high price tag of the package. Kevin McCarthy is the House Minority Leader. Let's be clear. This isn't a rescue bill. It isn't a relief bill. 
It's a laundry list of left-wing priorities that predate the pandemic and do not meet the needs of the American families. The World Trade Organization has been unable to agree on a proposed law made by two of its members, South Africa and India, to waive patent rules for coronavirus vaccines. Here's the BBC's Andrew Walker. World Trade Organization rules require member countries to protect patents and copyright so that inventors can make a return on their investment. But the Indian delegation at the WTO told a meeting that the world is not producing enough vaccines, despite the existence of several approved ones and unused manufacturing capacity. The proposal to waive the patent rules is intended to make it easier for some developing countries to produce vaccines themselves. A number of rich countries, along with Brazil, are opposed. They say patents are important incentives for innovation and they say the rules already have enough flexibility for the current crisis. The former Brazilian president, Luiz Ignacio de Lula da Silva, has marked his return to politics with a scathing attack on the current government and its handling of the pandemic. He was speaking two days after a Supreme Court justice annulled his corruption convictions, restoring his right to run for office. Mr Lula said he'd made no decision about running next year in presidential elections. He attacked President Jair Bolsonaro for his public scepticism over vaccines and social distancing, and accused him of failing to act like a president. I want to say this so that the Brazilian people do not follow any imbecile decisions by the president or the health minister. Get vaccinated. Get vaccinated because it is one of the things that can free us of COVID. A report by the Sweden-based Variety of Democracies Institute says India, considered the world's largest democracy, has turned into an elected autocracy. It's BBC's Ambarasan Etirajan. The Weedem Institute has been scathing in its assessment of the status of democracy in India. It said there had been a gradual deterioration where the freedom of the media, academia and civil society were curtailed first and to the greatest extent. The research further added that the Narendra Modi-led government had used laws of sedition, defamation and counter-terrorism to silence critics. The latest assessment came weeks after the Washington-based research group Freedom House downgraded India from free to partly free, saying Mr Modi and his party were tragically driving the country towards authoritarianism. The Mexican lower house of Congress has voted to decriminalize the recreational use of marijuana. The reform is aimed partly at curbing drug-related violence that claims thousands of lives every year. Here's the BBC's Will Grant. The bill would in theory create the world's biggest legal market for cannabis, potentially dealing a major blow to the country's powerful drug cartels as thousands of small-scale farmers could be brought into the formal economy. Under the bill, holders of a licence would be permitted to carry up to 28 grams of cannabis and grow up to eight plants at home. A number of foreign marijuana-growing companies from Canada and California are hoping to tap into the market opportunity presented by the legislation. But a number of pro-legalisation activists are unhappy with the bill, arguing that it continues to criminalise the consumer. Swire Pacific says it's recorded an underlying loss for the first time since its listing in 1959. The conglomerate reported a loss of $4 billion for 2020 compared to a profit of $17.8 for the year before. Its performance was merely dragged down by Cathay Pacific and its investment properties, which have been battered by the coronavirus pandemic. Short time ago, the Hang Seng Index was at 29,350. That's 442 points up on the previous close. Turnover stands at $109 billion. 
Currencies, the euro is trading at $1.19, the dollar is at 108.51 yen, and the pound is worth 10 Hong Kong dollars and 81 cents. Sporting, here's Adam Chern. Liverpool and Paris Saint-Germain are the latest teams through to the quarterfinals of the European Champions League. Liverpool beat RB Leipzig 2-0 with goals from Mo Salah and Sadio Mane, completing a 4-0 arrogant success. And that spells relief for manager Jurgen Klopp. We had to make ourselves ready for that. We had to switch off the, the Premier League stuff and, um, and, and or to cut off and um, to get here and to... To try to give it a proper try, and um, and um, and the boys really enjoyed themselves tonight, which is important. But with doing the, the, the hardest and the dirtiest work, to be honest, uh, because it was a it was a big defending um, challenge tonight, and um, we have to we, we want to win football games now. We feel it for the first time for a while. Liverpool's home leg was played in Budapest because of COVID restrictions, and it took 70 minutes before they found the net, courtesy of Mo Salah. Yeah, it's, it's a really positive. To be fair, it's a tough team. They play football. They they make us run a lot today, and we try to play our way to press high. And it's it's a part of the game that you miss chances, and you know you want to score all the time. You want to help the team, but as much as the team keep winning, that's the most important thing. So uh, I'm happy that I scored today, the, the first goal, and when the team won. We had a few injuries this season. We had a luck. We were unlucky, but the most important thing is we need to keep fighting. I know it's really hard, and you, everybody can see that. But as much as everybody tried to give 100% and keep fighting the game, I think we just need to take each game uh, on time and just focus on the next game. In the night's other second leg, PSG and Barcelona drew one all with the French champions going through 5-2 on aggregate. Details from the BBC's John Bennett. If Barcelona performed as well as they did in this second leg three weeks ago in the first leg, the tie would have been very different. They totally dominated the first half, peppering the PSG goal, but fell further behind on aggregates when Kylian Mbappe scored a penalty against the run of play. Lionel Messi hit back straight away with a stunning effort from 25 yards out, and when Antoine Griezmann was fouled in the box just before the break, Messi had the chance to make things really dramatic. But Kaylor Navas pushed his penalty onto the bar. That took the sting out of the game. PSG improved in the second half, and despite being far from their best, they did enough to keep Barca at bay. All the damage was done in the first leg, and Barcelona are heading out at the last 16 stage for the first time since 2007. There was one game in the English Premier League. Manchester City bounced back from their derby defeat at the weekend in style as they defeated Southampton 5-2 to re-establish their 14-point lead at the top of the table. There were two goals each from Kevin De Bruyne and Riyad Mahrez. And that's your look at sports. And that's the news from RTHK. For a safe and healthy living environment, owners should not alter the drainage systems of buildings on their own. They must ensure proper maintenance of drainage pipes and should appoint qualified professionals or contractors for regular inspection and arrange early repair if seepage or defects are found. They may apply for loans or subsidies from the Buildings Department and the Urban Renewal Authority. Visit bd.gov.hk for details. No matter how fit we are, it is important to get vaccinated to prevent COVID-19. All along, we have received different vaccines to prevent infections. Vaccines will help create antibodies and memory in our immune system. 
When we come into contact with viruses in future, our immune system will quickly resist them. It is the simplest and most effective method to protect ourselves and others. Let's get vaccinated. But I 